Welcome to Right Now Workshop Podcast, where you can write a book and change the world. I'm your host, Kitty Buchholz, and this is episode 192, Create Your Own New Normal, coming to you on Thursday, April 16th, 2020. We've heard that term a lot lately, haven't we? The new normal. And it seems like, most of the time, it feels like that new normal is being forced upon us. We've had travel restrictions, border closings, stay-at-home orders, a whole bunch of things happening because people are trying to do things in a safe way, to stay safe, to keep the disease from spreading. But it also feels a little bit like putting on a sweater that's too tight. It's just uncomfortable, and you really just want to take it off and make it go away. (laughs) But quite a bit also of the new normal we've created for ourselves. I have one friend who between him and his wife, they don't get around to getting up and out of bed and have their coffee and ready to work until about 11 o'clock in the morning. And that's fine. Nothing wrong with that. You need to get your work done sometime during the day. You really could start the day anytime you wanted, unless like my husband, you have a video conference meeting every day at a certain time. But there's really nothing wrong with my friend who starts his day at 11. Um, My husband and his co-workers find it actually difficult to stop working and only put in eight hours a day. Why? because now their work is at home. And I can tell you as a stay-at-home worker, it's really hard to put in a set number of hours and then say, now I'm done. My husband's an early riser, so instead of not starting his day until 11, he has got probably uh, four or five hours of work in at least by 11 o'clock in the morning. So everybody has a different way that things are being created in their schedules. I have another friend who has Netflix or the news on almost all day long. So some of the changes definitely forced on us and we just need to be calm as much as we can, you know, be calm and carry on. Um, But I just had to, I had to say it. I mean, when am I ever going to have an opportunity to say that in in the context in which it was meant? Um, But an awful lot of the changes we're making our own kind of schedule and our own new normal out of it. But sometimes it's not really the normal life that we want. Um, It's been about a month for probably most of us. It's been about a month for me since I have, you know, I got back from London and then immediately the, the border between Sweden and Denmark closed and Then the next day, I think it was, yeah, the next day, my husband's company emailed everybody on a Sunday afternoon and said, don't come into work. We're going to figure out a way for you to work at home. Um, And it takes me, it takes me a while to get used to big sweeping changes. Um, It takes me a little while to get used to little changes. (laughs) But it took about three weeks until I said to myself, okay, my jeans don't fit. My back hurts from sitting on the couch for so long. And um, honestly, sitting on the bed trying to do writing and work on my computer seems like a fun idea, but it does not feel good uh, to my body. And there's just a whole bunch of little things. I think that I might, as a 52-year-old, actually have acne again from eating so many delicious baked goods. Not necessarily baked goods I'm buying at the store. I have made it my new habit to bake because I can. Now, here's the interesting part. I already work at home. 
So yes, my life and schedule have changed because my husband's life and schedule has changed. I now am not home alone. It also means that sometimes I'm like, you know, I could make some chocolate chip cookies and we could have hot chocolate chip cookies at Fika. And wouldn't that be yummy? Well, of course it would be yummy. <laughs> but now I have all these other side effects that have come from a lot of baking in the last four weeks. I've also noticed, however, that I have developed a bit of an attitude problem. An attitude problem that in my head sounds remarkably like whining. So <laughs> even though I could work out in my living room, I just don't want to. My living room is the perfect size for TV. It is too small for exercising. Don't want to. And I said that for almost a week before yesterday morning, I actually exercised. It wasn't a lot, but honestly, it's like when you first sit down at the computer. Like if you just tell yourself you're going to write a sentence every day or whatever your schedule is, if you're going to write just a sentence or a paragraph or 100 words or 300 words, whatever, whatever your threshold is, knowing that really all you have to do is do that whew, and then the rest of it will come. It'll just start flowing out because your body, your mind, it remembers, oh yeah, this is how we do things. Okay, right. We're writing now. I got my sentence or my hundred words or my 300 words and actually I have a lot more to say. So then you kind of keep going. And that actually happened to me yesterday morning too. I decided that really I could not take the new normal that I had kind of let my life flow into like a lava. <laughs> I wanted to create some form and structure because that works better. As human beings, we just, we, we thrive, most of us thrive in some sort of form and structure. And so a couple mornings ago, I was like, this is what I'm doing. I'm going to exercise and I'm going to write. But I wanted to try something different. So um, I decided that I was going to try something that I haven't tried in years. Get up in the morning, go to the bathroom put on something and sit down in front of my computer and write and see what happened. I was pleasantly surprised <laughs> that an hour and a half later, I was like, wow, that, that was great. I don't think it's ever worked this way for me before. I have no idea why it worked that way. And I do not know if it will work that way again, but I'm going to try it again. Then some other things kind of came up, you know, as they do. I'm one of those people. Things come up in the morning and I'm like, oh, let me just do that and get it out of my way. So I got a whole bunch of other things done. And then I was like, oh, it's 1130 in the morning. I said I was going to exercise too. I can't exercise first thing in the morning and write first thing in the morning because I can't actually do push-ups and type at the same time. That is physically impossible, at least for me. And if I were trying to dictate, I don't even want to know what the, uh, what the computer program would um, create out of my huffing and puffing words that are supposed to be sentences. So I'm not even going to try that. But if you try it and it works, let us know. We will bring you on the show and you can explain how you made that work. So I can't exercise first thing in the morning and write first thing in the morning. So I made a choice, saw how it went. 1137, I, I literally, I looked at my watch and went, oh, I don't want to exercise. And then I thought immediately, wait, no, we need to train our brains. So instead, I did what sounded like a lie at the time. I do want to exercise and I am going to exercise. <laughs> now, of course, I, there wasn't any real difference in my mindset b between those 10 seconds 
you know, of, of the one phrase and then within 10 seconds, another phrase. But <laughs> the big change is the fact that you're willing to take those negative thoughts captive and change them into something that's actually true. Do I want to exercise? No. So I guess if I was to change it to something true, then I would have said, but what would I have said <laughs> that was actually true? Now you got me thinking about it. Um, I would have said, I am um, happy, excited. I don't know. I would have said something like that. I want to exercise because I want the results. That would be true. Do I want to exercise? Not really. Do I want to exercise because I want the results? Yes, that is true. So that actually would have been a good thing. But instead, I just lied to myself because I do that sometimes because it works for me. <laughs> of course, I don't want a second piece of cheesecake, I say to my host, because it would be rude, right? If I was like, your cheesecake is so amazing. Can I eat the rest of it? Okay, so yes, I, I do apparently, I am actually pretty good at lying. So I did lie to myself this morning, but you could actually just change your thoughts by choosing some other direction, the direction you want to go with some thought that is true. Like, I want to exercise because I want the changes that it will bring. So what did I do? I went out and got my yoga mat. I put it in the space that's between the living room and the kitchen because there is enough space there, as a matter of fact. And you know what happened? I think into the second of five exercises that my friend gave me to do, he created a home workout for me, which is great. Requires no equipment. Um, I think I was only into the second exercise before I was like, yeah, okay, right. I remember how this feels. This is good. Like, do I want to do it? I don't think that I would ever say that I want to do it, but do I want to do it because of this th thing that will happen? Yes. Um, I like the feeling that I get after I exercise. Many people say that about writing, and I don't know that I could actually get myself to write if I only liked how I felt afterwards. I think I actually would have to continue liking writing. That's, that's me. But I know people who do that with writing. I write because I like the feeling of having written. <laughs> well, I exercise because I like the feeling of having exercised, the, the endorphins and, um, and the, the wonderful feelings about being stronger and feeling like you're standing up straighter and your back not hurting. Um, I actually do have a, it's, it's like a, it's actually called Veridesk, I think. Veridesk? Something like that. Um, it's, it's on my desk and my desk isn't a stand-up desk, but this thing goes up and down on a hinge. Um, so I actually can stand, which is another healthy choice that I have to choose to do. But anyway, what I'm saying is, is that there are an awful lot of choices that we could make if we, if we wanted to create a structure and a new normal that works for us. You just have to decide, what do you want? If you want to start your day at 11 o'clock and then, you know, finish around 8 or 9 or 10, depending on how long of breaks you have in the middle, then do it. I mean, if nobody's, nobody's uh, in your face about something, then why not? But when you get to the point where you're like, I don't like this, then ask yourself, I'm a creative person. I'm a writer. I'm creative. I make things up. <laughs> what can I do that's a creative answer to my problem? So for instance, my husband and I were thrilled when Easter arrived last weekend and our giving up the TV for Lent was over. So happy. I actually feel a little guilty how happy we were. 
<laughs> but I'm like, ah, God knows. He knew how we were going to feel. But we didn't want to go back to our old life because as much as that had a lot of enjoyment factors in it, I haven't done the math, but I would say we probably watched 20, 25 hours of TV a week before. And we didn't want to go back to that. There's a lot of other things in life that we want to accomplish, like getting more books written. And um, so we decided that our new normal is going to be uh, as much TV as we want. So video games, basically having the television on. So any video games, Netflix, whatever. From, uh, what did we decide? It was Friday night, basically whenever Friday work ends. So depending on how early you start in the morning, you know, four or five o'clock. So from five o'clock Friday until we go to bed Sunday, that TV can be on as much as we want. But otherwise, no TV. Now we did decide, well, okay, at lunchtime, we're sitting there anyway. And um, for us, it's just a nice way to get our mind, um, you know, away from what you were doing, what you were thinking about so that you come back fresh. So um, sometimes during lunch, we're watching TV just for the lunch hour. But we created a schedule that works for us, something that we're happy with because we want these results and we like the structure. And so I have a uh, workout schedule that now I know will work for me. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Matt in between the living room and the kitchen, doing exercises that are already set up by my friend who's a physical trainer. And I just have to remember, like I used to, put out my clothes the night before, definitely going to do it. Now, I'm also juggling two new things at the same time. So I'm probably going to put on my exercise clothes, then go write for an hour or two, then exercise. So that's going to be tricky because that will be a very, very new schedule for me, something I haven't tried. And and I might have to um, adjust things again, which is fine. But I'm going to be in charge of creating my new normal. So another new normal thing is it's been super duper fun to be eating, um, but I kind of went from eating a lot during the holidays to eating a lot at my birthday to eating a lot because here we were stuck at home. Um, So I have a new eating schedule for right now, at least it's working for me. Um, I'm going to use this interval fasting thing where I only am going to try to eat all of the food for the day in four to six hours of the day. Uh, And again, yesterday went very well. I was really, really happy with it. Um, It makes me feel good. It makes me feel healthy. The the extra weight comes off. Now I'm actually, you know, hopefully (laughs) going to be putting on a little bit of muscle as well. So altogether, I'm doing all these things where I'm taking charge of how I'm going to use the circumstances around me. I also um, enrolled in a business coaching program because I had already decided this is going to be the year that things really take a turn for the better, like a real uptick. I was already excited. I already had some plans, but I had this opportunity that came up and I was like, yes, that is exactly the right thing that I should do right now. And it will probably require me working even more hours. But I've also decided, because we've talked about this before, once I realized how important play is in life, in all of our lives, at every age, no matter how much you are or aren't working, there's a certain amount of play that just helps your mind be 
more relaxed. Um, I actually have not read enough about it to tell you the exact things that it do that it does. Um, but I definitely have noticed a difference on Monday, the day after Easter. That's um, actually a paid holiday here in Sweden. So since John had a day off, I took a day off. I spent the entire day working on a 1000 piece puzzle. Oh, it was so great. I loved it. I had a TV show playing on Netflix in the background uh, with my headphones on because John was playing a video game on the other TV with his headphones on. It was the most wonderful, rela relaxing day. I got probably about three quarters of the puzzle done too, a thousand piece puzzle. So again, made a decision about something that I wanted to do, made a decision that I was going to take a day off because in a normal world, everybody would be taking this day off in the world that I live in, which is it's a paid holiday in Sweden. And so again, taking charge to make sure that you're creating the new normal you want to be in your life. So what are the things that you can do? I'm giving you all these examples so that you can be thinking to yourself, oh, I do that, or I don't do that, but I do this, or I want that. So what are things that you could do? Now, um, I know somebody who, uh, a young couple, they have a two-year-old, just one child, but <laughs> now they both have to work at home and they have no daycare. So two adults, both with jobs, working at home with a two-year-old. Can you imagine? <laughs> but they have created a schedule where they're doing kind of a tag team parenting thing. So um, think of this. I mean, obviously, you can figure out how that would work. Like, you get two hours, then I get two hours, then, you know, I don't know how they do it exactly. But but they both get their work in. They both get their work done. Um, their child actually has both parents around all the time. And one morning a week, they bring in a babysitter from um, just next door or down the street, like close enough that I don't think that... Um, that it really violates. I have no idea and I'm not going to rat them out, but they, they bring in a neighbor for four hours and the two of them work like mad people for four hours and get as much done as they can. And it's working for them. They've, they've created a system that's making life work for them and they sound happy. So great, <laughs> way better than the alternative of both people being really irritated that they can't get their work done because you should be watching them. No, you, it's your turn to watch them. No, instead they just figured out a system. Okay, maybe you have older kids at home. Oh my gosh, the number of kids at home right now trying to do schoolwork of all ages, some of which um, by nature or by age are uh, better at working on their own than others. And again, possibly two parents that normally both have jobs. In my imagination, I, I see just a nightmare <laughs> unfolding, <laughs> like end of the world scenarios in all of these homes. But think of all the creative ways that you could handle that. You could make homework um, somehow a game or use gamification techniques. If you look up, if you just Google gamification, there are so many things that you already do that maybe just consciously you're not keeping track of the fact that you get little awards for it. Um, I have actually two or three apps. Oh, Duolingo, the app that teaches you language. They have um, a whole bunch of gamification things like you're on a streak. You've been doing this for seven days in a row. You get a badge, the seven day badge. You know, it's like uh, if you do NaNoWriMo, you get a badge for the first, I can't remember, 1,000 words, 5,000 words, 10,000 words. 
25,000 words, uh, seven-day streak, I think. Anyway, you're constantly earning these badges. You could totally create a whole gamification thing in your home having to do with all the different people, all the different tasks that everybody has to do because you still have to do things like cook and clean and take out the laundry and take out the dog or you know whatever happens in your house. So think of all the ways that you could make this more fun for everybody because wouldn't it be great if you were doing a lot more laughing and a lot less, uh, well, arguing. <laughs> um, also, this is what I've done. I, of course, like many people, really miss my friends that I used to be able to see in person and hug. It's the hugging that I really miss. I actually, I was telling another friend today, I actually would rather not see my friends in person from six feet away than see them and not be able to hug them. I hate that so much. I went to church uh, several Sundays as part of the small team that was putting together the online streaming. And oh my gosh, the first Sunday I was like, I don't care. I'm hugging you. And then I was like, I feel a little bit guilty because I just hugged somebody and I'm not supposed to hug anybody. But by the last Sunday, I was like, okay, this is crazy serious and I'm not hugging anybody and you should stay away. Stay further away. Stay further away. You know. So what am I trying to do? I created a Zoom group um, that I just labeled um, for Fika together. And so I'm giving it to all of my friends at church who are all friends with each other, who normally we would have Fika together on a Sunday and drink our tea and coffee and eat the cookies or whatever people had made and just talk randomly about whatever. <laughs> um, probably not going to be talking about what movie we saw this week unless we saw it on Netflix or HBO or something. But anyway, I was going to give the link to everybody. I haven't actually done it. I should get that done now that I'm saying it out loud. I created it. I just sort of forgot to give it away. Um, so I created this link where pretty much all of my friends, anytime anybody wants to be like, hey, I'm going to go to the Zoom room now with my tea. It's three o'clock. You know, is there anybody who wants to have tea together? And then we can just randomly talk. Um, another group of the, I think I told you like quite a while ago, I was in a program that was for foreign born women interested in starting their own business and entrepreneurship. And, um, and again, I just remembered, I promised them that I would make us a link and that we could all get together and, you know, we can have 25 people or however many people, it doesn't even matter. Um, and I'll just sit there and have our tea together. And the only thing is, is that of course you can't have 15 groups of two people talking. You pretty much need to have one person talking at a time in order to hear everybody, but still way better than not seeing your friends at all, or at least in my mind, in my mind that is way better. So what can you do? Um, you can create a WhatsApp group or a Facebook messenger group so that um, you and your friends can just text each other a lot, not just one-to-one, -one, but in groups so that you can be talking about things that you would normally have been talking about um, if you had been together <laughs> in the normal way. It could be with um, your writer's group. Um, our Bible study uses Zoom in order to um, have Bible study every other week like we would normally do. Um, you might have a mom's group. I have no idea how that would work because like if you have a mom's group, in my mind, that means that they're really, really little kids. So um, how would you sit in front of the computer? I'm not sure, but I bet you're creative enough to think about it and figure it out. Um, I know people who would normally in the real world be getting together with a friend or a couple of friends to go walk at a certain time every day. Well, 
I know that almost everybody is still allowed to go out for an hour of exercise. So what if you just coordinated, even though you're exercising over here and she's exercising over there, you could be on um, WhatsApp video chat or Facebook video chat or just calling each other on the phone, but I like video chat, um, and walk and talk and do the thing that you would normally do just you're not together, but it would kind of feel like you're together. And again, I think that would be a lot more fun. So there's a lot of things that you could do. You need to remember that you have more power in this than you realize and that you can create to a large extent the new normal that you want to have within the confines and boundaries and restrictions that we have there. You still have a lot of choice and I want you to embrace that thank God for that and be like, yeah, okay. I don't like the way that this is happening. Let's think of a better way to do it. Or I also kind of feel like my jeans are not going to fit for very much longer. I need to make a choice about what I'm going to do regarding uh, nutrition and exercise. Um, You could go back to setting an alarm and be like, okay, I'm getting up at six. I'm exercising until seven. I take a shower, get my breakfast. I'm at my desk by eight, which is a half an hour faster than I would have if I'd had to take the train into work, right? And then I do my stuff. Well, hey, you know, with that extra half an hour that I have, if I don't mind still working until five, I could have an hour and a half for lunch. And then I could go for a walk in the sunshine or watch a TV show or read a book and then clean up your dishes and get to work again. Honestly, some of these things about putting structure back in my life have actually made me feel more grateful, more relaxed, more peaceful, more joyful. And that's why I'm talking to you about it, because I want you to think about how you can feel more joyful, more peaceful, just altogether happier. Of course, there are a lot of things about this situation that are the antithesis of happiness, but there's still quite a bit that we can control. And I want you to remember that and to make some action towards that. So see what happens. Like I said, I started a new writing schedule and a new workout schedule, and I felt so good on those first days of both that I really think that it's going to work for me. And if it doesn't, I will change it again. But having some kind of a schedule is really working well for helping me to feel like my life is not out of control. I have control over it. Again, I really want you to feel that way. I want you to realize that you do have more power than you might realize right now. So take back control. Create the life that you can within the restrictions that we have. Create the life that you can. Make it the best life that you can make it. Make it fun. Try to make choices that add more joy and laughter into your life. And you know what? Since you're listening to a writing podcast, try to make choices that add more writing time into your life. Maybe you'll write things that are even more of whatever that you write. I write romantic comedy. So laughter and fun, those are those are tools of my, excuse me, I'm spitting on my microphone. Those are tools of my trade. Um, maybe you are more relaxed and at peace in a way that you can write even scarier horror. I don't know. <laughs> but I want you to make your choices. You choose. You are so creative. Now is the time to harness that creative energy and maybe even make a better life 
in many respects than you had two months ago. It's possible. Maybe when all these restrictions go away, you will have created something that's even better than anything that you had before. And isn't that an exciting thought? You are a very creative person. This is not out of the realm of possibility. Plus, you can encourage the people around you to also take control. People in your own house, kids, spouse, um, people that you're friends with who are possibly, you know, people who are living alone, remind them of all of the choices that they can be making now that can help them to have a better, happier life during this time of restrictions. And then think about what that could look like when the restrictions are lifted. I think it's very exciting. All right. Have an excellent week. Happy writing. And we will talk to you again next week. Thank you.